Radio 77 WABC. Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. New York Yankee baseball. We're going to save the O'Reilly Stern clip for right after Jack Curry. So we're going to play it. We're going to play it at 940 this morning and maybe even one more time tomorrow so we can get to the bottom of this. Howard Stern calling my friend Bill a liar, and it's just not true. So we're going to play that clip coming up. Been a great show already today. Mike Lawler was terrific. Judge Napolitano, Bill O'Reilly, Bo Deedle. That Yankee baseball is for a brand-new book that's out. I really like this guy on television. I think he's great on the Yes Network. We've met a couple of times. Don't know him very well, but I am a big fan. And his new book is The 1998 Yankees, The Inside Story of the Greatest baseball team ever jack curry making his debut on sid and friends in the morning jack good morning buddy how are you hey sid it's great to talk to you thanks for those kind words and thanks for taking the time to talk to me about my book you got it i am a big fan i think you do a great job on the yankee telecast i really do and uh, i like the way you approach it but i uh, will get to the title in a second because that's debatable not based on numbers i understand but that's debatable but this current yankee team really struggling, and if the Rays beat the Pirates today, the Yankees will start this huge series against Tampa Bay, nine back on May the 5th. Worry time, Jack, or not yet? You know what, Sid? I was out at Yankee Stadium yesterday. Brian Cashman, the general manager, sat in the first base dugout and fielded questions for about a half an hour, and we asked him what you just asked and about 30 other questions. And I don't think the Yankees ever expected to start 17 and 15. I think they thought they'd be better at this point. The injuries have been a problem, but once you say that, you can't blame the injuries because you need to have depth. I think the thing that you have to lean on if you're a Yankee or a Yankee fan is that it's a long season. And I could give you examples of the Phillies floundering last year and getting to the World Series. And a few years back, the Washington Nationals starting 19 and 31 and winning a World Series. You don't want to go down that path. And as you just mentioned, the gap between them and the Rays, you don't want this to be a lost weekend and suddenly you're, you're staring at that double-digit deficit. But I think what they, the Yankees have to hope for, Sid, is to keep their heads above water until they get some of their injured players back. Yeah. I think that it would go further, what you just said, if the Yankees at this point, Jack, weren't 14 years removed from winning a World Series. I'm not saying they can't contend wild cards or those types of things, but you got to go back to 2009. And at least since Steinbrenner took over mid-1970s, I know they had the, the, the uh, drought with Mattingly, but didn't seem to go that long in between World Series championships. And Stanton has hurt quite a bit, and Judge is hurt again. So I think Yankee fans are accepting that stuff less based on that statement. Is that fair? Yeah. I think you're right. And I, within the Yankee organization, and I talk to these folks all the time, they're, they're disappointed too. I mean, the Yankee mandate under George Steinbrenner was win a championship every year. And if you don't, it's a failure. I always thought that was a, a tough mandate to live up to because only one team is going to win, and you could have a great season and fall just short. I, I do think that when they get back and they get themselves healthy, if everybody comes back, I think there's a team there that can contend for a championship. But, Sid, it's, it's Rodon who hasn't thrown a pitch yet. Yeah. It's getting Stanton back, who's probably not back for another month. Severino is starting a minor league rehab right now. So we're, we're not talking about them being whole for a while. Rodon especially. I mean, that was the big gun they brought in from the Giants this offseason. They gave him a ton of money. 
Justin Verlander, I know, makes his first start today from the Mets, so hasn't worked in Queens either. And they're also kind of about the same record as as the Yankees, but uh, thank God the Braves are not the Rays at the start of this season. But Radon has really been a huge disappointment because he was the big gun and hasn't thrown a pitch. Right, and I was at his press conference the day the Yankees signed him, spoke to him, excited about being in New York. And, Sid, I do think when he eventually gets on the mound, I do think Yankee fans are going to like this guy because he's got some moxie and he's got some feistiness in his personality about going out there and basically saying to pitchers, uh, batters, I throw two pitches. I throw a fastball and a slider, and I don't think you're going to be able to hit any one. It's unfortunate that we haven't seen him on the mound yet because other than signing Judge in the offseason, obviously this, this was their big move, and fans haven't gotten a chance to see him pitch yet. 25 is the number for Jack Curry, who does a terrific job on the Yes Network. His new book is out, The 1998 Yankees, the inside story of the greatest baseball team ever, whether it's a 25-man roster, 25 years since that epic 1998 season, or 125 wins. 25, that's your number. Uh, 1998 was an amazing year. Of course, it ended with a four-game sweep of the San Diego Padres, Leritz's Padres, uh, in that That's World right. Series. Yeah, you look back at that team, Jack, and then you go, the win total say it's the greatest Yankee team ever. I'm sure the guys in the 20s would argue with that. But based on win totals, you can't argue it. Do you really feel in your heart of hearts that 98 team was the best Yankee team ever? I do, Sid, and I, I devote 280 pages to this team, and, and there is analysis in there that leads me to my conclusion. And I don't have enough time on your show to dig into all of it, but I will also say this. I interviewed John Thorne, who is Major League Baseball's official historian. Yeah, he's great. He could tell you things about baseball from 1876. That's how esteemed and how knowledgeable John is. And when I called him and we talked about a half a dozen different teams and we brought up the Big Red Machine and the 27 Yankees and the 39 Yankees, John Thorne, who was paid by Major League Baseball to be its official historian, he picked the 98 Yankees. So all of that is wow. in the pages of this book. And I think you need to have dominance, Sid. And obviously no one can touch Ruth and Garrick and the 27 Yankees. But you brought up something within your last comment, 25-man roster. If you go player by player and look at how many contributions the Yankees got from their roster that year, that just spoke to me of, of dominance, and it spoke to me of a team where everyone knew his role. I'm going to tell you something that's going to sound crazy, okay? The 77 Yankees, Chambliss, Randolph, Dent, Nettles, Munson, Reggie, uh, with Kidry at the top of that rotation, I think in a one-game certainly, but in a seven-game series, despite winning a lot less during the regular season, that to me was a more dangerous team than the 98 Yanks. But that's what makes this great. I know. Because you and I, <laughs> when we're off air, could debate this. I would come back at you and say the Yankees won 114 regular season games. The 77 team won 100. The Yankees had a run differential of over 300, whereas the 77 Yankees, their run differential was under 200. And I'm not looking to belittle the 77 Yankees. I love that you feel that way. In fact, Sid, in a section of this book, I list about 15 teams and say this may be the team you think is the best one. 
and that's what makes that's this awesome. debate so great. That is awesome. And, and look, what a, this you have to read this. The 1998 Yankees, the inside story of the greatest baseball team ever, Jack Curry. Just this conversation alone has me all fired up, and I'm a Met fan. But I'm <laughs> being honest. Uh, but you look I back. I mentioned the 86 Mets, Sid. I give the 86 Mets their due. Yeah. So they're the, in there, too. The Yankees were better. 86 Mets. And look, don't even get me started. I know we got back to the NLCS two years later, Oral Hershiser, but David Johnson should have won four championships. But uh, going back to that team, the beauty was, again, with all the guys they put around that baseball team, the Brocious's, the Tino Martinez's, you always go back to that core four, really core five, but the core four, and I think that will forever go down in Yankee lore because you really can't say that about any other great Yankee team, the 20s teams, the late 70s teams. That core four will always hold a special place, 125 wins or not. You go back to Gene Michael, who held so many titles with the Yankees, and I had many a baseball conversation with him. And, Sid, you're a baseball fan, and you know this. You want to be strong up the middle, and you want to build talent from within. Well, who did the Yankees have? We're going to go right up the middle. Posada behind the plate, Pettit and, River- and Rivera on the mound, Jeter at shortstop, Oof. Bernie Williams in center field. Oh my God. Those are the five guys <laughs> you just mentioned. And they played for the Yankees forever. So, And they, they four out of five, the Yankees win during that stretch. So you're absolutely right. That, that core of players – was a big part of the nucleus of that 98 team as well. One of my favorite players, or people, I should say, baseball people ever, was Don Zimmer. Not because he got in a fistfight with Pedro Martinez. which to the <laughs> uh, And people don't realize he was on, I think, the only Brooklyn Dodger team to ever beat the Yankees, the 55 uh, Brooklyn Dodgers. But he went on to become a great manager. All those years in Boston, that 77 team, and those were, those were really good Yankee-Red Sox rivalries. Bucky Dent, of course, comes to mind first. But I know in your book, Jack, Don Zimmer says, without any hesitation, the 98 Yankee team was, in fact, the greatest of all time. Coming from Zim, that's a big deal. Yeah, he told Brian Cashman that season, you won't see another team like this in your lifetime. And that resonates because of what you just said. Sid. We're talking about a guy who, by the time he passed from this earth, had been in baseball, I think, almost 70 years, played with Jackie Robinson, had seen so many teams. And Sid, Don was a straight shooter. I went up to Zim once because I was writing a story about Bernie Williams and the potential for Hall of Fame. And Zim said, I love Bernie. I think Bernie is a tremendous player. He said, he falls a little short for me. How easy would it have him to have said, yeah, sure, Bernie's a Hall of Famer. Right. He, he was an honest baseball man and, and someone who, uh, like you, I, I love talking baseball with him. Well, I got to tell you, this was a great conversation. The book is a must-read, folks. You got to get it. The 1998 Yankees. Now, you, like me, we watch Jack Curry every night on the S Network in the Yankee games. But you're going to want to read this. The inside story of the greatest baseball team ever, that great 1998 New York Yankee team. I wish you nothing but the best of luck, Jack. It's a great book. It's a great topic. And continued success with your TV career with the Yankees. You're absolutely great. Thank you so much. Sid, thanks for having me. If I cook, I do a quick plug. I'm doing a book signing at Books and Greetings in Northvale, New Jersey, tonight at 6 o'clock. So come out to Northvale, New Jersey. We'll have the same conversation Sid and I just had. That is a great bookstore. That is a great bookstore. Books and Greetings, Northvale, New Jersey. Go check out Jack Curry. Go buy the book. So you're going to do like a little Q&A with the fans? I will talk to everybody who comes up. And I have baseball cards, too, Sid. I'm going to be the Santa Claus of the uh, day. You, you come great. up, if you beat me in a trivia question, I'll give you a baseball card. That's awesome. It won't be, uh, it won't be some... 
back up from the 70s. They'll be good cards. It's not going to be Fred Stanley or Mickey Klutz? Uh, I'll let you say that. I'll give you some David Cones and some Bernie Williams. Now nah, you're talking, Jack. 6 p.m. tonight, Northvale, New Jersey. Books and greetings. Good luck, Jack. Great job. Thank you. Great talking to you, Sid. You too. God bless you. Jack Curry, folks. Yes, Network. Check him out tonight. Northvale, New Jersey. It's a great place. Books and greetings. 6 p.m., the 1998 Yankees. The inside story of the greatest baseball team ever. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.